touch. You're sprinkling in masturbation. <laughs> <Just> and a <laughs> touch of masturbation here. You know. <laughs> Two pinches of spanking your kids. Three more Turkey Hill plugs. A couple bathroom breaks and... Something about cruises and a touch of masturbation on the top. Just the icing on the cake. <laughs> That'll be the intro to this episode. Hello. Hello. How are you today? In, into the mic. Into the mic. I was told uh, on the last recording that I wasn't speaking into the mic, but instead directly at Josh. We so. renegotiated the contract. Yeah. Now we're all good. Yeah, I'm making 5% less. Um, well. So there's that. Well, you know, the, the important thing is, is that it's behind us, really. It, that, that's okay, really. so we're just not going to mention it. <laughs> My end of the deal. <laughs> Josh. Anyway. Let's welcome, let the fans back. know, or all three listeners, or whoever's out there listening, that in fact there is no contract. <laughs> All right. Uh, it, anyway. it would it would behoove us to not begin the show with what really I believe is the highlight of the early evening, which is that John here showed up with two entire gallons of Turkey Hill Diet Green Tea, ginseng and honey. Ginseng and honey. So we're back with the good stuff. Hydrated, taste buds satisfied. Just ready to roll. Ready to rumble. Turkey Hill by our side. This is just vintage. So also, unassuming... Unassuming. I think they took the unassuming label and made it less assuming. Yeah, there's no assumptions here. So the, I, I think the surface, I don't know if it's just me, but the label sort of like decreased in in surface area percentage. Well, it decreased in surface area percentage, I think, because we upped the size of the container. From, well, you'd, well, then you'd think from they, a liter right, to a but, gallon. But they didn't adjust, right? They just they just said they just, more juice, more more stuff, right? Yeah. They just made it less assuming. And so I think yep. it's for all the reasons we loved it, it just got better. Yep. Give it a go to old wet the whistle. Isn't that a suggestive euphemism? Wet my beak. Your beak? I, <laughs> Let me wet my beak. <sighs> what are you, a fucking bird? <laughs> have, you, have you ever met anyone who said that? Wet my beak? No, I don't think so. I haven't been hanging out on Sesame Street. That's why. <laughs> we knew someone. Dude, we knew someone in our in our in Romano who used to do that. He used to say that. He used to say wet my beak. Yeah, it was like weird like that. He would say stuff like that. Oh, he would. Yeah. Oh, but that's a different story. Yeah, that's funny. Anyway, small aside anyway, there. How was the holidays? Holidays good, man. Yeah. Holidays. What holiday? It was Thanksgiving. That was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was good, man. I ate a lot of pie. Yeah, I ha like I went in on this apple pie. Yeah, literally ate half of it. I'm not even kidding. Solo, just I disguised my gluttony in that half of the pie that I cut it into quarters. So I wouldn't take just half the pie. I took one quarter. What kind of and pie? Then was I it? slowly advanced to another quarter. So those of you paying attention, how many quarters are we at now? Two. I'm sorry, you were saying that's a half. That's math. Well, hold on. No, no, I quartered. Hold on. What the kind half? Of, what bro. kind of pie are we talking about? Because depending on the pie, this is no big deal. Like what, this is what? apple pie, bro. This is American pie. This is thick apple pie. Oh, you're you're talking about? Is it a crumb? Is it a what kind of crust are we dealing with? Yeah, give me. It's an apple pie. Yeah, it was an apple pie. Yeah, with uh, it was a lattice though. It wasn't graham cracker based. Right. It was like pie crust based okay. with uh, brown sugar mm -hmm. and like a, a cinnamon. Glaze on top of the lattice. How thick, how thick were the apple chunks? What oh, they were good sized apple chunks. Okay. There was right. like this wasn't skimming on the chunks. This no, was. no apple slices were like uh, about I would say maybe like uh, three and a half to four inches. Good sized apples. Good Granny Smiths. Oh, that's that's upper end. 
Yeah, it was good. Higher end. Yeah, it was okay. a gourmet one. Absolutely. It wasn't like we went to like okay, this is no Costco and got a uh, apple I see. pie. Indeed, indeed. Not that there's anything bad about Costco apple pie. Yes, a, a worthy adversary. It's good, indeed. Defeated, nevertheless. Another well, adversary. So you, you went through half the pie. Will we get toppings on there? Do we get some like whipped cream? We get I, some I, ice cream. I, what we, a little scoop we, of vanilla on the first one. But then I just went, I doubled down on the gluttony, said, you know what? Vanilla's pretty plain Jane. American pie, apple pie, also very plain Jane. But you know what? Delicious. I love apple pie. Apple pie. Love apple pie. It's almost as American as apple pie. My love for apple pie. So your Greek family does an American apple pie? No, no, we buy the apple pie. I see. Yeah, from like a gourmet. Like Higher a, end. Yeah, you go to like a good it's pastry shop. It's like a $36 shop. cake. 40, but yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, I, dude, I know I dude, I know I know my pastry numbers. That's a good pastry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think in in the grand sense of the the pastry price though, I think that's on the lower end of the high end. I could imagine a good apple pie going for like no a hundred bucks. No, John, come on. There's gotta be someone out there that does it. Yeah, okay. Does There's an apple pie that's like but generally in twenty eighteen for thirty eight to forty two dollars, you're getting a very, very high end piece of cake it's not cake it's pie i don't like cake that much do you like cake cake. i always prefer a pie to a cake always i agree always always. however you have to understand that the cake market is more saturated than the pie market in terms of like the high end versus the low end oh of course so the stratification there's unreal with with cakes so i'm just talking in the cake market 36 to 42 you're getting a good piece of cake and so in conversely well not conversely but Similarly, you should get a great pie for that money. I would say so. Yeah, it was a good pie. I will say that. Anyway, um, what were you saying about? What were you saying earlier? About uh, spanking children. Spanking children. I did mention that earlier. What was that about? The uh, American Association of Pediatrics, I believe, is the organization. Let me show my ignorance real quick. Uh, I can't find the article I was reading earlier, but I believe that was the source released a thing, a definitive statement expressing that you should not spank your children. How do you feel about that? Why, why, why is it that what these people say matters? Like who are these people and what is their authority over, over this domain? It's, It's the medical community. It's the pediatrician like association of America. And so how did they come to the conclusion? Like, did they, there's like psychological studies that they do. They track children from the age of like. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, like history of abuse. Were you spanked? Were you beaten as a kid? Were you just yelled at? Were you embarrassed, shamed publicly, etc.? Yeah. Wow, how many people did they? I haven't seen the studies. What's, what's the What's the term? I forgot the term for that. Sampled sample size. Is that what you're looking at? No, with the term of like getting in on an experiment at a young age. Like and, a and longitudinal like, study? Yeah, longitudinal study. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, longitudinal. That's the long game of studies. <laughs> That's the longest game. The dude, longest yard of studies. A, you ever meet a dude who's like, I'm in it for the long haul? Like, that is the longest. I'm, of- <laughs> I'm doubling down on this hypothesis, <laughs> this and I'm holding it out for 50 years <laughs> yeah, in the research game. Yeah, birth and, like, <laughs> showed up at, like, his retirement party. He's like, I've been tracking you this whole time, motherfucker. I like, I like, <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, I know. Could you imagine conducting a study for like 40 years? Holy smokes. Perseverating over the same thing for 40 years. But they're the, it's like marriage. But they're the coolest studies. 
It's yeah. always the most like bombshell study. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see over time. Also, like whatever you say, can and will be used against you in a court of law. Indeed. But also, whatever you say, most people are like, well, that makes sense. That's what the data says. Because how yeah. do you argue with that? Like, yeah. it's the realest thing ever. You're like, look at what happened. <laughs> like, yeah, but, <laughs> like, you know, well, what? what is the quality of the data? Real shit, usually. No, I understand. Like, yeah. I mean, do you always have to have to have to question the validity of a study? Uh, you know, you can't always walk in and say, oh, there's a study on it. It's got to be right. Because mistakes happen. People want fame. Their biases. That's not to say that every study you got to be like, oh, this is all bullshit. But you just have to approach things with a skeptical, skeptical ball sack. <laughs> weren't expecting that, were you? No, I was not. Okay. I just felt like I needed to say that because you were miming at me. <laughs> Keep me on your toes. Keep, exactly. <laughs> I'll throw a ball sack on Just you boom. Let's see what you can do with ready. that. You better stay ready. In, in a very serious conversation. No, but... Um, stay ready. Mm-hmm. You never know when it'll drop. Bro. Call right, it puberty. So spanking your right. kids. Um, let's just get... I think we should just get right into this because let's, that's... Let's yeah. talk about it. Let's go. Um, I was never hit, but I never as a kid thought that I wouldn't get hit, if that makes any sense. Um. So, like, I... As a kid, like, I don't remember being like struck as a, as a, as a child. Yeah, no, me neither. Never. But I wouldn't say that like it couldn't happen. Like if you had asked me when I was a kid, I'd be like, yeah, why not? Like, sure. You know what I mean? I, I've driven my, my parents freaking crazy as a kid to the point where I'm sure they wanted to, but they didn't. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's all I can say about that is like, cause I did some, I, so me as a kid, I fucked with my parents and I hid in a department store like pants aisle <laughs> in between the pants and they like shut the fucking mall down because they thought like someone abducted me. <laughs> All right, dude, I'm sorry, but we have to segue into the story. Yeah, this just is for a minute. <laughs> this is just, so funny. Sorry, for, for I mean, audience. looking back, I'm so sorry that because I, I was such a shithead. But for, like for, for the audience, I just want to step with me into this realm for a moment. We'll step back into this realm in, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes when the story commences. But I believe this is a story that needs to be told. So step with me. Let me, st- let's let me set it. the stage. For let's this. let's okay. journey in the, the wormhole. Let's, let's, let's go ahead. So a couple weeks ago, this is what I know of the story so far. A couple of weeks ago, you go to get a haircut in the East Village. Oh, this story? Yes. Oh, well, you want to go here? I want to go here. Okay. So you're, you're in the East Village. You're at, you're at a barber shop, and there are hundreds. Or there's, no, there's not hundreds, but there's 20 in the East Village. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, so... You go to get a haircut and you're playing with the dog and the guy tries to sell you a dog like the dog you were playing with? Yeah, but uh, flown in from Eastern Europe. The, okay, this is... <laughs> Which I thought, I didn't know Eastern Europe was like the mecca of breeding like little trophy puppies. Uh, and that's that's all. I didn't want to explore that story anymore. <laughs> um, is this pre or post haircut? Let's Let me understand what's happening. This happened. is pre haircut. I walk in, I greet the folks there. How you doing? How you doing? Explain, exchange pleasantries. Sit down, wait. This little puppy rolls up. Neck, like, I start playing with it. Like, very adorable, very um, clearly a sort of a, a, a luxury dog, if you will, of sorts. Uh, boutique style puppy. Um, designer puppy is actually the word I'm looking for. <laughs> um, and just adorable, very short-haired, hypoallergenic, playing with it. 
um, the puppy that is for all those with devious minds. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, the and what? the owner of the establishment comes in and goes, "Oh, you know, uh, Doc, uh, you like the puppy?" I said, "Yeah, it's cute." Whatever. He goes, "You know, they're like seven grand." I'm like, "Oh, okay, like <laughs> cool, I guess." Like he goes, "Yeah, you want one?" I was like. <laughs> Are you going to give me one? Like, what's going on here? He goes, no, 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 no. I, I have some people out there in whatever XYZ area in Eastern Europe, ex-Soviet block, that uh, can get you one, no problem. And you know what? Like, uh, we'll do five grand. I can get it. I was like, am I, am I being forced upon me to buy a puppy right now? Like, I just came for a haircut. And it was like, I was like, no, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. I very generous of you. Very kind of you at such a great discount, two grand off without any negotiation on my part. I must be a really true negotiator, uh, to quote Ed Boolean, you know, uh, I was like, wow. Okay. Uh, but, uh, I'll have to humbly decline. Thank you. Gave a good haircut though. The guy, this is the guy I go to all the time. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, I have so many. Dude, my mind is like zipping with questions. I can't even. All right. Okay. So why, why would you, why would he think that you wanted to buy the dog? Like, cause I showed so much interest and maybe excitement and joy in his dog. <laughs> but you that, know, like, okay. Were you, how weirded out were you when he asked you like what, how, like, you know, truth be told is I didn't think it was that weird of a incident until I mentioned it to you. And then I really thought about it again. And I was like, <laughs> so that weird. was uh, like very ag aggressive. I didn't know this was a pet shop. Right. Um, did, he, did he think that you knew the value of that pet where no, I could tell it was an expensive one. Uh, you think 5,000 is fair market value? Like what do you I think? will say it's I have no idea. two chains has a very, very similar dog. Uh, and it's, it's very much of like a very popular designer. She, she, kind of uh, pet to have with a sort of uh, socioeconomic status that comes along with owning one. So I don't know if he assumed that I was of that caliber or if that's what I was looking for or whatever it may be. I just thought the dog was just objectively cute and who doesn't like petting puppies? Wow. <laughs> but it was, I mean, thinking I about it, it was, that was a little interesting. That was a well, give me the little non-traditional marketing, but, uh, you know, it was whatever. <laughs> so that guy is hustling, trying to broker deals for high-end dogs. <laughs> yeah, he's in the dog game, apparently. He's in the dog yeah, I mean, the more game. we talk about this, the more <laughs> ab absurd you're making just me realize that this is, because it's, it's pretty, pretty, pretty ridiculous. I'm yeah. I'm trying to, like, get you to a place where you understand. Like, yeah. This is bizarre. I have so much like crap running through my mind day to day <laughs> that this didn't seem like very different. But looking back on it and reflect, I'm like, yeah, that's that's a little. Huh. Well, look, as interesting a Jew, as a Jew, I, I feel like I'm I'm allowed to say this. That's a Jew. I just know your barber's a Jew. Yeah, of course. He's a hustler, <laughs> just, baby. He's a the, story the hustle. Here. Don't stop, I'm bro. Sorry, like if that makes me insensitive to other you know, religions or factions or yeah. levels of people. Fair enough. You know, that's pretty admirable though. Cause what if, what if but honestly what on I his believe. dog pushing game, one or two dogs hit and people are like, yeah, I'm interested. What do you think? All right. Let's say he sells you a dog for five large. What do you think he takes home on that? What do you think his cut is? He brokered the deal. What's his cut? I don't know if he, those are his people no, raising the say, dogs or if no, he's a middleman. He has friends in the dog game and he brokers. He's a salesman. I don't know. Maybe 500 bucks, maybe 500 a grand. Bucks? 
Yeah, so for him, a for grand a phone call, he makes twenty percent. He makes a grand, probably, yeah. right? That's it's five. Bad. He gets one. So think about think about this. Say fifty people walk into his shop every day. Yeah, it's a two hit, figure. one hits. Fifty people, right? That's conservative. You do that for seven. It's three hundred fifty a week. Yeah, times four. That's fourteen hundred. Yeah, but what amount of those people are actually going to hit and buy a dog? Fourteen hundred times twelve, right? You're talking a massive sample size, and that's a fifty count. Of you sales pitches, of just of, volume. Of just yeah, volume of people saying. who fuck yeah. with this dog every right. time they sit down, and he just hustles. Yeah. You know what? Someone else starts playing with magazines, he pulls out magazines. <laughs> he's like, hey, a subscription. <laughs> like, <laughs> that dude is just reverse. He just, what he's doing is, his whole game is... Concierge sales. You whatever, come here for like, a haircut, whatever you're here, into, I got you. I have you. nothing but time and talk, so I'm just going to... You know, I got time and talk. Might as well hawk some goods. I got you. I got you. You know what he really should start selling is Turkey Hill. It's delicious. <laughs> it's so good, isn't it's it? So good. Turkey Hill. You know what? I'm gonna make a pitch. I'm just gonna make a pitch at Turkey Hill. I'm gonna like tweet them. I'll send them emails. I'll call them. They're gonna be like, "Who the fuck are you guys?" Yeah, you know, and, and you know what? We're gonna be like, you know what? We'll talk about this off air. Anyway, we talk about Turkey Hill. As if they're actually paying us to talk about them, which is fucking hilarious. Dude, I'm pretty sure if Turkey Hill paid a regular podcaster, like someone with 100,000 followers, right? If you if they paid they them, wouldn't talk about Turkey would, Hill right. more than we're right. talking about <laughs> they would, yeah, exactly right. Those are just straight facts. Bro. Lackluster content today. They're talking about Turkey Hill too much. Anyway, okay, let's go back to spanking. All right, all right. What, what do you what do you mean spanking? All right, so do, is that a euphemism you, for masturbating or actually spanking your children? We should talk about that too. That'd be an interesting topic to cover. Masturbation? Yeah. Shit. Here we are. <laughs> well, no, let's let's at least close one door because I feel really weird going on a tangent about masturbation after talking about spanking children. So let's close that door. Right, let's close that door. Let's put some closure right. there. Um, nothing wrong with hitting your kids. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, you shouldn't do it. It shouldn't be done, but if it needs to be done, you do it. And maybe that's once in a kid's life. Maybe that's none. But th the fact that you don't put have that in your arsenal, uh, it's bullshit. It happens. You lose your temper. No one's perfect. Even if you say you shouldn't, it still might happen, and we shouldn't criminalize it like it's the end of the world. Obviously, if you're out there twitching your kid three times an hour because he's not you know, raking the leaves fast enough, obviously that's egregious and that person should be institutionalized and electrocuted in my humble opinion. But like, let's be real about the fact that like discipline is lackluster in our, in our culture and it, and it starts at a young age and you, you start telling your kid there are consequences to your actions. They start, they start to understand that like you can't do whatever the hell you so want. So my retort would be why consequences that have to be in the form of like uh, capital punishment or corporal punishment rather. Why, uh, uh, I sound like an idiot. I use those almost interchangeably when they're not nearly the same thing. Nevertheless, uh, result in, uh, nevertheless, whatever it idiot. is. Yeah. Uh, nevertheless, uh, I don't think that's necessarily should ever be a, a tool in someone's arsenal. Uh, not to sound uh, soft, as usually I'm the, oh, yeah, that's bullshit uh, kind of uh, person in the podcast. I just, I don't think so. I, I was never. Um, never? Not one time? Not once. You don't think it? Not a single, no, never. I, I'm telling you, I pissed off my parents 
so hard. Like, and uh, on several occasions on things and never. There were consequences. Oh, there were consequences big time. But, uh, all right. It wasn't in the form of getting hit or, you know, like any kind of physical harm. It was, my parents had the psycho, psychological game down. That's, that's kind of the thing. They, they did it well to the point where like, I knew I had to fall in line cause shit would happen that I didn't want to happen. So I had to fall. They, they, they had that like figured out. What about like rough housing? All right. Let's, uh, uh, let's take out hitting. Maybe you shouldn't, you know, maybe I mean, like, rough, I, like when I was a kid, I, I stole a knife from like the knife block and like my dad like tackled me and like took the knife from me. I, like slapped your hand. Like that kind of thing. No, he like bum rushed me like a SWAT team. <laughs> like he like, like what happened? I missed the story. I, I think I was like, it happened twice. Once when I was like, so this is when I was a psycho murderer from a young age. No, I was just interested. Like, so my dad obviously being a restaurateur business, what in the restaurant business, and working in the kitchens, food prep. So I always see him use the knife. So I was like, oh, that's so cool. It's shiny, right? You see like the light glisten on it as a kid. Uh, this was maybe when I was like three years old. Okay. I took like, oh, that's very, I thought you were I took like a chef's knife. No, this is when I was that age. And then I did it when I was like, uh, I think maybe six years old. Yeah, what happened? Obviously when I was like uh, two, three years old, I don't remember it exactly. I just remember like, poof, and then like, yeah, that's got up. And then when I was five or six years old, same thing. But like, I know for a fact he was pissed. He probably like laid me the fuck out, like just spear tackled me and took the knife from me. Like, <laughs> right. That kind of thing. Like, or yeah. Like but what are you going to do? Man. Like I was being a right. shithead. I wasn't uh, putting right, it down, that, that, whatever. He's like, no, it's time to be dad. Like I'm going to handle this shit. That's an extreme example. That's a really extreme. Yeah. Example. I don't think anyone, yeah. a lot of, well, not anyone. I shouldn't say that. I don't think that's the norm though. But from my experience, that's maybe the only scenario. I don't think there was ever, there was never actually a time. I don't even have to think about it. It was never. I remember, I remember when one of my cousins was very young. He was very, very young and he rushed across the street, a busy intersect, a busy two way street yeah. town where we live. And it, it was a really, really scary moment. Like it was like, I saw it happen and like, my heart stopped when I saw it. I was yeah. like, right. And there was a car in the area and nothing happened, obviously. But I remember like they hit him. They didn't like slap him across the face, but like, I, I remember like they slapped his hand or like, you know, like it was one of those moments. Right. And so like, I, I guess, I guess striking is a little different, but like, you, you shouldn't be afraid of your kids. Let me, let me, let, let's like, let me like take it. No, down. no, no. Never should the power dynamic be that they have the upper hand, I don't think. And it kind of feels like... And they never should, because they don't. It just kind of feels like parents nowadays look for permission from their kids. Like You think me, so? You, you think okay? like parents have gotten soft? Maybe I think, like, well, I think like almost everybody's gotten soft, which is kind of weird to say. I hear, I hear parents say, oh, Timmy, are you okay with this? Like all the time. Is to, say that again, like, I'm sorry? Like, oh, are you okay with this, honey? Like, is that okay? Like To who? To their kids, like... I Why would their kid know if it's okay for them or not? I, I'm telling They're you... They're still I, developing. You're the one with a more senior experience. So you, you should be able to show them what's good for them or not to a certain age, no? I'm telling you, <laughs> I hear... I'm telling you, I hear it. Like, I, I actually hear people say that. And I, I, it appalls me. Not that, like, you shouldn't make it okay for your kid. But what is it that they're asking they're okay? Is, like, their jacket on... Their shoes too tight? Is that okay? Or is it like, hey, we're gonna... I don't know, like... uh 
go to dinner. Where do you want to go to dinner, sweetie? Is that okay with you? It's like, they're not fucking paying. Like It's more like... Expose them to some stuff, and then they'll, you'll see what they'll like, and then sometimes you'll put that into the rotation for them, no? It's more like they they say, like, okay, we're going to get up and go on the airplane now. Is that okay with you? Like, I hear that in airports a lot. Like... It's what, time. What, what do you mean? Is what it okay you, with like, them? Yeah, is the like, plane's leaving, bro. Like, yeah, like that's what I mean. <laughs> it's like, got to be okay with you. That's what I'm trying to. Because this is how the world works. It doesn't hinge on right. if it's okay with you if the plane leaves or not. It's gonna leave. Right. Either I, you're gonna be on it or not. Right. <laughs> I hear. I hear parents say that. Really? Like, wow. That's, I hear parents say that's, that all the time. That's in very airports. sad. Like things that are uh, that need to happen, like getting up and going on an airplane. What if the kid says no? It's not okay. I want to stay here. I don't know. Obviously, that happens because why else would you ask? So what right? do those parents do? They're like, oh, we're rescheduling. We're paying for the next flight. It's a couple hundred dollars more, actually $400 more, but Timmy didn't want to get on the plane. Hopefully, it'll be okay with him the next flight. What? Yeah, dude, like, I'm trying it, what, to tell what, you. That's why would it not what, be okay? That's kind of what's happening. Like it, that, I, I feel like that happens all the time, and th- I don't get that. And okay, let's forget about hitting your kids. Let's get like... Let's get like like psych- the parent child yeah, dynamic. Like, yeah, like let's start like looking at it from like a real like social dynamic thing. It was about fear. Like you used to f- like your parents were scary. I don't know about I don't know about a lot of people if you're listening out there or you, but like my parents were scary as hell when I was a kid. Like we weren't like there was no like options. It was like this is what we're doing. This is what's happening. Who is this adult that is my ruler? <laughs> right. Like that's kind of. It was kind of like you do what you're told. Like you're a kid. Like oh yeah, you fall in line. What are you? What are you? What are you gonna do? You're a kid. You have no other option. <laughs> you have no, right. You're like I'm taking care of you. Like you're gonna do what I say. What I what I you're gonna do yeah. what I say. Like what the deal was. Uh, you know, I just I don't get it. I I just think that that's happening. Uh, yeah. That like children are given an equal say at the proverbial table. I think this is what I think. I, this is how I honestly think it should be dealt with. You should allow the kids to express their opinions. Listen to them because they might be genuinely good, but never in your mind should you, and I think this is how my parents had it too, that they were their child's opinion at like pre-adolescent to adolescent, to even maybe a little bit after adolescence, is equal to whatever their opinion is. You know, always like they took it like always. That's how my parents were. They were like, okay, yeah, what do you think about that? And then sometimes my dad would be like, no, that's bullshit. You're an idiot. This is why you're wrong. Or it would be like, yeah, that's interesting. Know that I'm totally wrong, but internalize it and then say, you know what? I think this is how it's going down. And then that's how he kind of like taught and my parents taught me stuff. Like about just like world. Like how to do laundry. Like do you think you should put five scoops of Tide in there? Uh, probably not. It's going to make a lot of suds. Okay. Yeah. We usually put one or two depending on the load. Oh, okay, cool. Now I know how to put tide scoops in the lot, you know, like powder detergent. Yeah. That's, it wasn't like, is it okay with you if we put six scoops in there (laughs) and fuck up the washing machine and flood the basement with suds? You want an indoor swimming pool? Okay. Like, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, did I tell you what I heard? On, speaking of of uh, parenting, this is uh, so bad because we're probably making fun of a lot of people, but that's uh, we're no strangers to that, and we like to get made fun of too. Nevertheless, <laughs> I was on the train, and um, I don't know if I told you the story last time, but it's fucking hilarious. Um, and there was a mother with some children on the opposite 
side of the train on the six train with me. And she was having a discussion about uh, African uh, mammals, uh, specifically a gazelle and the one that looks like a gazelle, uh, an elk, uh, something lope or something. There's another, uh, anyway, there's, there's a gazelles and there's other hooved creatures that look like gazelles in Africa, but they're not zebras, all right? I'm not that stupid. Okay. They look like gazelles. Well, I don't know gazelles. what you're talking about. So. Anyway. <laughs> sure. And she was arguing with this guy about which, which animal it is, apparently, and how she justified her knowledges, and I quote, as a mother of three, I know about African animals, and that's definitely a gazelle. <laughs> and I paused and I thought about it for a second, and I was like, Nowhere in mothering three children, I think, is in that curriculum are you taught about the difference between gazelles and whatever other this animal is that I don't remember. And right. that would like be right. the credentials to share that you know about gazelles. Right. Like, are you a veterinarian? Are you a zookeeper? Uh, maybe a safari guide? Uh, I don't know, a wildlife expert? Oh, you're a mother of three. Um, okay, that's cool. Uh, I don't think those credentials, though... So another thing about parenting, it's like just because you're a parent doesn't necessarily make you an expert on certain things. People just feel entitled now. And was look, she like throwing the fact out that she's a yeah, good mother like, of three? Like, yeah. bitch, what you got? And look, there's it, that's not all bad. Like we feel entitled to voice our opinion. Yeah, of course. I it's mean, not, we're it's all, not a bad nah, thing in society. Yeah, fine, fine. But you know what? At the same time, like I like to think I put, I have a little bit more rationale behind. Should I say, even though I, yeah, maybe you should think about things before you, you say them. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I agree <laughs> with you. I just think that's the trend. Like the trend moves towards people just saying shit and like, look at Trump. I mean, he just says, look shit. at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're, we're way more coherent than Donald Trump, man. Come on. Yes. I'm sorry. I mean, whether, I don't care where you stand politically, like this, Corporal punishment can lead to aggressive behavior. Children who are spanked are more likely to hit and bite other children, become playground bullies, and have violent outbursts as adults. Now, middle school and lower school make sense to me with all those fuckers. What the fuck, man? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Let's continue. Go ahead. Uh, corporal punishment can lead to rebellion and risky behavior and more risk prone. Yeah. Okay. Obviously children who are spanked are more likely to rebel against their parents and engage in risky behavior. Like what? Like open a business? <laughs> like what is risky behavior? Yeah. I don't think that's what they mean by risky behavior. Mom, fuck you. I'm opening up a fucking business. Nothing you can do about it. Uh, you can't file articles to incorporate. You're, you're not of legal age. I thought you meant later in life. No, no, no. It means like uh, sexually experimenting with substances, uh, things of that nature. So does it say how many people they, they study? No, no. These are just like conclusions from like a meta-analysis. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't go into like each study per se. Right. I mean, we can go look at them, but uh, we're not a journal review. No, we're just going to start reading. We're just going to start reading journal articles. Yeah. We're just going to start reading them. All right. So our next journal article is from... <laughs> I just, on the record, record this shit right now for marketing for the Turkey Hill Department. It's on. We have a bunch of depressed guys, <laughs> right, down on the dumps, balding, just sad, gray filter on the screen. They're all so just down in the dumps, and they look at each other, and they're like, yo, I think my T's a little low. 
Yeah, I've been suffering from low T as well. And then once they all agree that they have low T and they're just down in the dumps, they've lost their virility, their fertility. Boom, cut in bright lights, gallons of Turkey Hill, and they just start <laughs> drinking Turkey Hill iced tea. And all of a sudden their tea is back and they're just so happy and they're invigorated and they gain their testosterone back or their tea levels, their tea levels come back. Boom. Send that to Turkey Hill Department of Marketing. Carnival cruises and cruises in general. What do you think about cruises? I've never been on a cruise in my life. I've been once. Do you like me feeling trapped? I fucking hate it. You hate I, not that I'm on the ocean and I'm going to get shipwrecked and all this bullshit and sharks through and I get seasick. I just, after a day, I'm like, all right, what the fuck else is going on here? <laughs> like, there's nothing else? Right. All right. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of how I am. <laughs> like, right, I got the slide. I got bocce over there. I got it. I got it. Some bullshit casino. The games are like from 1985. I got it. Like, all right. Okay. I can go in the pool where everyone fucking urinates and like, you know, I don't know. I, like, I'm like, all right, anything else here? But then you get to go... Then you get to go to a new destination, isn't it? Right. I like the destination. Here's what bugs me out. Yeah. The time constraint. Oh, it's going to leave in like a day, you know, three more hours uh, on land before they close the, the port and you can't get on the ship. And like, I'm like, I'm on vacation. Why do I have a schedule? I have a schedule every single day of my life. You think on vacation I'm going to have to have a schedule? I hear that. I hear that. That makes sense. I've never been, but that makes sense. You know, I don't like, but now they have for so much structure I have in my life, I despise structure, you know, right. at the same time. It's like, you need to get away from it. You yeah. Need it's to like, you're crazy. Beach. Like, but you just need to sit on a beach. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. Give me an ATV, a beach and some Coronas and I'm good. Like just rip up what and down What about these Mexico. like really big new boats? Like with like the thing in the center that like goes up and down and like you get to see the sky. I saw a commercial that was loading in between some videos I was watching online. They put a fucking go-kart track. No way. On top of one of these things. <laughs> on a deck? Yeah. No way. I thought, I'm like, that's pretty cool. But then after you do it like two, three times, you're like, clearly you're not going to be able to rip around like you can go like at a go-kart like place that's like a warehouse with go-karts. A real like bumper cars? Like what are we talking? Like, like real go-karts? Like engines? Yeah. That's what it looked like. But they're probably like electrical like bullshit ones yeah. that are slow. You know what I'm saying? But it still looked cool. That's fucking dope. Yeah. And then I was like, after I do that like three times, I'm going to be like, this is lame because it's not going to be the premier go-kart experience. Not that I'm looking for the premier go-kart experience, but I'm looking for like a real, if I'm doing go-karts, I want a real go-kart. Yeah. Like if I go to a racetrack, don't give me like a Honda Accord. Like if I'm going to a racetrack, I want a nice car. I was reading about a new McLaren that came out for like 280 grand. That's like supposed to be like the best. Oh Yeah. Yeah, they, they, it's it's like cars have become like uh, electronics or phones. Like the new models coming out next year. Oh, this, this, and this. Here's what I don't get about people who are really into cars. And like, I know you're into cars, so like, help me yeah. understand it. If you're really into cars, don't you have to have like a lot of fucking money? Like a lot of it. Yeah, but you can roll it over into another car and then to another car and to another car. But like, we're talking 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 grand. Like, it's a lot of money. Like to put into cars. Like, oh, I was thinking way more than that. I'm just saying to enter the game of cars. Now you want to get nice cars, like yeah, a lot of nice cars. Like you're not going to want just one. Like it's a really expensive habit. Yeah. Like it's a very expensive habit. It's probably the most expensive habit I can think of. No, man. Horses, planes, boats. But no one has a fleet of planes. But people want to have, <laughs> you 
Yeah. Who's competing with Delta? If you're rich, I'm talking about have, the private plane game, bro. I'm not talking about commercial jetliners. I obviously understand. I'm saying like, who's the? No one's big in the private, you know. Oh plane yeah, game. yeah. That's a game. Like to have that's a, lot a game. Of planes. That's a game. Absolutely. Why Just like horses than, is a game. Why do you need more than five planes? Why like, do you need more than uh, one car? Why do you need two cars? Three cars? You don't need it. You want it. But this you want is to flex an airplane. That's not the yeah, same Yeah, so thing. what? For you and I, it's it's something egregious and out there. For some people, it's like, oh, yeah, How, I got another plane. What's the value of an airplane? What's the depends, value of a car? Depends what kind of plane you're looking for. You can get a single-engine Cessna, pretty yeah, fucking much? cheap. How much? Maybe like 100, 175. 100 yeah, I wouldn't trust my fucking life in that rust bucket because <laughs> I'm looking at fucking four wheels on the ground for equal price tags. Yeah, okay, so what's a decent airplane? What are you looking for? Are you looking for jet propulsion, propeller propulsion? There's, there's different... I don't know. Just like, like boats, right? Like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for inboard, outboard? Are you looking for what range? Are you looking jet. for freshwater, saltwater? I want a jet. I want a jet. Yeah, you're in the millions. I'm in the millions, my yeah. friend. What is a car worth? A really high-end sports car. Millions. How much is a Bugatti Chiron, a Veyron? How much? Millions. Know. How much is a Bugatti Zonda? One, two million? Wow. 2.5? How many of those are there? Very, they're very limited release, but they keep up with them. All I'm saying is for every price point, there's a game and there's a hustle. That's God damn Turkey Hill. Turkey Hill. <laughs> drink the whole gallon. But yeah, man, there's, there's a price point for everything. Horses. I didn't know shit about the horse game until I was friendly with this girl in college who uh, rode horses. She's a, an equestrian. That bitch rode horse. Um, and I just sort of introduced me to the horse game. Horse game is unreal. You Tell think horses horse in, in today's day and age, who, why pay a million to several million for one horse when I can buy, you know, 650 of them. It's, it's unbelievable, but, or 700, 800 of them, maybe even a hundred thousand of them. You know, it's like, uh, you got to live on a lot of real estate if you're messing with horses. Mm -hmm. You got to live on some land. Yeah. Bro. You got to live on have, some you land or have some acres. Yeah. <laughs> you better have, you better have tens or yeah. 20. Like you better right. Be so if, if then, if, if that's the entry cost for just having the horse, you got to think about uh, yeah, the overhead, the overhead of veterinarians, uh, stable keeps food. Uh, food. What do you mean food. Oh, yeah. You got to have that thing fine tuned as well, because you're not just getting a performance high end horse to just like, you know, ride around the farm. You're getting that thing to put in races and all kinds of stuff. Oh, I see. So you, they're actual just players. They're players, oh, whether it's uh, professional or recreational. Yeah. That's a whole nother world that I had no idea about. So they, they basically flip them for competition. Yeah. There's competition aspect. There's lineages is a huge thing. Um, similar, I guess, how you express with the, uh, the Jewish faith is in this person, learn from this rabbi, learn from this rabbi. It's the same thing. Uh, similarly in martial arts where this person learns from this person, you can trace back, but it's also the same thing in the horse world. Like this guy trained with this guy or like a bodybuilders, for example, you know, this guy trained with this guy with this guy. So he knows the, the skinny, same thing in the horse world. This guy, uh, breeds with, you know, these horses all the time and went to get a haircut. Some guy tried to sell me a horse. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this stallion. Pulls out like an iPad like they have <laughs> yeah, on uh, yeah. Canal Street. They're like, yeah, horse, horse, you like horse? <laughs> and he starts <laughs> flipping through a brochure of horses. <laughs> Damn, man. Why isn't horse meat prevalent? Uh, I think that's a Eastern European thing. 
Do people eat horse meat around think, the world? I think in Poland, not to be disparaging of the Polish. That's I think I'm that's genuinely that, curious. Is I think that's meat, a thing. Is horse meat eaten? Yeah, they eat camels. They roast camel. So why wouldn't they eat horse? People eat horse. People eat horse. Yeah. I don't. I think it's kind of weird, but it's like, cause it's like that charismatic megafauna kind of thing. Is it a delicacy or is it just something people eat? Camel I know is considered a delicacy. Camel, indeed. That I didn't Sometimes, know. yeah. Yeah. Probably be very gamey. I would imagine. Yeah. Maybe a lot like horse. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to. I don't know. Something about a camel doesn't sound very appealing. Doesn't seem like it'd be the most juicy meat. It'd be like dehydrated. Like a cow. That looked, that looked right. A cow looks right. A cow looks right. Yeah. A cow looks. I don't mean to annoy any <laughs> yeah. non-carnivores. Yeah, yeah. If you're out there listening, like if you're, you know, a hardcore vegetarian, you're like offended by what we just said. I mean, no, a cow sorry. looks nice. Like it, well, I have a desire for that, you know, like food is something I really like. So like that looks attractive. Like fish to too. I like seafood. I like a piece of fish. Yeah, dude. Octopus. I went to this restaurant, dude, Squid. I had halibut. It was unreal. Halibut's good, yeah. Oh, dude, the halibut was, oh, it was ungodly. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Dover sole. Good, a good in season. Yeah. You gotta get a good Dover sole in season. Down in Boca, we get it a lot. It's really good, yeah. actually. You'd love a good Dover sole, yeah. Salmon. Is there more money in seafood than there is in, in beef? I don't think so. I think beef is just so big. Beef do, you, do you make more money on like a pound of like Oh, salmon? it depends. Well, see, I don't know what you mean by more money as in like the value of the industry fishing in comparison to the beef industry. I think the beef industry is massive with, see the thing, the, the really the fish cool industry is huge. Seafood is huge, but in comparison to like commercial beef game, I don't think so. What's super interesting to me is like when you run a business, like when you run a restaurant, like you have access to all this data. Mm-hmm. Like that would, that would be like the coolest thing for me. I'd like, I would want to spend all my time looking at the numbers, like, you know, like how much money, like, are you making per square foot? And like, mm-hmm. I'd get like really great. Dude, I would like take a, me and Excel would like have a, know, a party. Like for like, do you ever use Sigma plot? Yeah. I, yeah. I like Sigma plot a lot. It, it works for like linear data, but for what you're doing, I would imagine like take a supplier, right? Like you want to know like the waste factor of like, I don't know, potatoes, whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. I would track that again against the supplier and be like, dude, you've wasted 17%. Like this is how much money we want back. Like I would, you know what I mean? Like I would be like, everything is incoming and outgoing. I don't want to know like the efficiencies of each. Step. Oh yeah. You got to know the eyes and nose, bro. That's pretty crazy. It's yeah. A crazy thing. Cut out. Anchor came out with this new thing where you can basically auto tune your way into a sponsorship. So they have this basically the vendors, they have the companies that want to advertise and then they have the database of all the people podcasting, they match them up and then the, they hook them up and then the guy basically says like, record this and if a thousand people listen, I'll give you 20 bucks and you just turn it on or off. What do you mean record what? You just record a message about the product that they tell you to record. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. And you just turn it on. And then every time that the episode plays, you get a... You get yeah, a in the beginning, it's like, hey guys, it's... John and Josh, and we love Turkey Hill. You know that. Right. The world knows that. But thank you so much for taking us as a sponsor. And meatballs, your product is great. Mamma mia. So that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, and you just turn it on. And so Anchor has one. So like to introduce you to the new program, Anchor's like, hey, if you talk about Anchor and you get a thousand listeners, we'll give you 20 bucks. So like you can do that. Are we talking about Anchor right now? 
Yeah, so we're talking about Anchor right now. Okay. So turn it on. So are That's we qualified? Yeah, exactly. Okay, great. <laughs> cool. Hey, if you're out there listening, Anchor is a great way to make a podcast and you should check it out. Yeah, that's how Josh and I started and that's what we continue to use. Yeah. So uh, I love the platform. I wish it was more social than it is. It's not a social. Living social. That sounded really, really millennially. It's not as social as. Yeah. It's not social enough. It's not socialist enough. Let's talk about so being social. You know what, John? Do you think that being let's, social let's actually includes social oh, media? Yeah, we're going to have a good podcast now. Let's go. <laughs> let's the go. The fuel is on. You know what? It, it took time to hit our stride, but like a good offense, it's never when we're driving. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Like Miss um, Daisy calls Morgan Freeman. Let's talk about how people have no sense of other human. Oh, my goodness. There is no empathy left. There's no self, there's no real contact. There's no like phone conversations. You know what uh, drives me up a wall? There's none just, of that. There's no like situational awareness either. Like I hate when I'm in line for something and the woman in front of me or the person in front of me, the gentleman in front of me, whatever, is speaking to the clerk while they're talking on the phone at the same time with their like earbuds in. So they're carrying on two different conversations at the same time. And the clerk is just sitting there staring at him like, what the fuck do you want? What are they saying? And meanwhile, you hear like, no, I can't make it to the baby shower on time. Yeah, can I like this? And then like, you know, it's like, how much is this? Okay, yeah, let me get chicken on that. Thanks. And then they're like, yeah, no, I told you I can't make it. Like the, the flight got canceled because Timmy didn't want to go on it. He's having a tantrum. And you're like, finish one thing and then talk on the phone and get your order. You know, it's like right. seven things at once or you're on the train and people are just blatantly talking on the phone. Like the person's next to them holding a conversation. It just seems so like you're saying there's no decency. There's no like, I don't know if there's maybe I'm just too old fashioned. There's no etiquette in Connecticut. Decency. That, that just rhymes. So I just want to say Connecticut. Decency. It's the same thing as like courtesy. Yeah. Like, you know, like extend onto your, onto your neighbor, what you would want to extend yeah. upon you. That's true too, dude. I totally agree. But like, is it this, is it the fault of this? The phones? The phones. Like, let's get granular for a second. Like, okay, fine. So let's say, first of all, the thing we need to establish first is people were pretty shitty back in the seventies and sixties and fifties too. I think there's an aspect of human nature that Let, makes it shysters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's just start. Let me just start by like, in a little bit of defense back in the day when you were at, you know, lunch or dinner with your friends. Sometimes you ignored your friends too. Like the internet didn't really change us. It just exposes us. It just makes the, the really. It, no, it amplifies. It, it just amplifies. Yeah, it. So if course. you're in the underbelly and you're just a terrible person and you want to like, just, you know, make people angry. So you go on like Twitter. Yeah. It, it like, gives you, you know a, I mean? uh, gives you a yeah. microphone for lack right, right, of a better right, term. Right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Of course. exactly. So like, that's all, the, that's all the internet does is it, 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 it expands the signal. And so what's happening here is simply that the signal is being expanded, right? Like it's not that people are more shittier now than they were in the past. It's that it's more obvious how shitty people are and they're shittier because it's amplified. Well, I, well, I think there you go. You just spoke your way out of your argument. Yeah. It's, it's because the shittiness gets amplified and there's more shit. But that doesn't change the fact that people are very, very, very shitty. And we should talk about why that is. Well, inherently think if you've got to keep moving forward and living as an organism, you have to be self-serving. <laughs> That's what kind of comes down to it. And it's to what degree are you able to be self-serving and subserving to others that determines whether you're an asshole or not. Because if, if you're truly 110% selfless, you're not going to exist. Okay. 
So people aren't, you know, more shitty than they were, but people are like, you know, a different kind of shitty now than they were back then. Yes. The circumstances in which people are shitty have changed. Yeah. So why do you think that is? Just how the world's changing. I think for every person that's a, uh, a lover of something, there's a hater. And it's whatever that ratio of people that hate you and love you is that is deemed whether someone is uh, of social acceptance or not. It's how many likes to dislikes they don't have or how many uh, like, comments, subscribes, however they can quantify their existence as uh, significant, yeah. which I think is a terrible way to quantify your existence. Uh, but that's but besides then, the point. But then it is... But then it is about what the internet is doing. Like you can't, it's almost like you can't get around that. You know, it's almost like the common denominator between all of this craziness is that we are less patient, less disciplined, more prone to taking, you know, the easy, quick high of things. Like, I mean, you know, people like don't go to libraries anymore. I mean, like, like that's like something. People I, uh, when I'm studying, I actually have to be in like a library environment to just do work productively. But like, in I the can't even do it in my apartment. Who goes I can't to a do public it in library. I do. Like, who's or there? Or a school library? Tell me who's there. Like, who's in the library? Like, Other people doing work of all ages. Really? Yeah. Are people taking out books and reading? And like, I don't know if they're checking out books from the library. I mean, most of the younger crowd has some kind of digital media in front of them. Yeah. And the older about, folks yeah. uh, usually have like print media. I was reading about how like, yeah, take the numbers of books being checked out are like at an all time low. Like I was reading. Yeah. But also everything is digital. So if I need to. Yeah. Everything's digital. Exactly. Right. Why check something out? Right. Exactly. Even the library is becoming digital and has become in most places. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that, I think that people, it's not that they don't want to know. It's not that they don't want to learn. Like I thought a lot of people. No, it's, it's what they're choosing to learn and what's what's occupying their, their time. Like, uh, I could easily get lost in Buzzfeed all fucking day, barstool sports all the time. Is it necessarily productive and useful information? No, it's cannon fodder. So I, I, I separate that from my academic pursuits or when I'm feeling like I want to learn something, I'll go pull up an article on something or watch a documentary on something and then cross-reference it with a bunch of other stuff because all documentaries have some kind of fucking agenda. No one's not biased in a documentary. But it still is a good way to expose myself and learn about something or listen to a lecture and then do a little research on it for like half an hour, whatever it may be. If it's about cars or something stupid, like engines or something, or transmissions, I'll go read up on transmissions for a little bit. And that's like, oh, I did some like scholarly activity of my life today. And then I'll go look at bullshit on like YouTube and BuzzFeed and stuff like that. But I think at some point in time, maybe that's just me being an old fart and transferring into my... Uh, I don't think so. Professional life of being like, okay, you're <laughs> done. You're an adult is. now. For bullshit that you consume, maybe you should consume your vegetables too kind of thing. But that, but that's what it goes back to. Like people don't want like that story you tell about like eating your vegetables. Like who, people say that like, oh, I don't like vegetables. Like they just don't eat it because they don't like it. Yeah. You haven't heard that with kids. I'm not eating my vegetables. No, it's gross. It, that's like leading complaint. Number one of kids. They okay. don't want to eat their veggies. All right. Let me, let me put it to you this way. When I was, not when I was a kid, cause my grandfather still does this, but what he does is he makes carrot juice. Yeah, sure. He just. Juices yeah, carrots juices every carrots, morning yeah. and he drinks carrot juice yeah. and he brings it over and we yeah. all drink it and like, it's just what we do. 
it was gross when I was a kid. I hated it, but if I didn't drink it, it was thrown on my head. Like there was no, like literally one, one time my mom threw carrot juice on me. She's like, you don't want to drink it? I'm you like, no. Gonna drink it here. Sure. I'm going to douse you on. Yeah. Like That's that. hilarious. Yeah. One time my mom, I remember vividly. My now mom. you drink the carrot juice. You love carrot juice. <laughs> I'm going to drink the carrot juice. That's what I'm saying. I just chucked it at me. She's like, here you, like, yeah, you don't want to drink it? You piece of shit. Here you go. You know how hard, you know how hard he worked for this shit? Like, yeah, exactly. And it's healthy as yeah. No, I don't. And All they, right. Well, here you go. You're gonna learn. <laughs> they pay like twenty bucks a bottle for this shit, and you just yeah. like <laughs> you're gonna learn today. It's good for you, which you can't say in different languages. Apparently, yeah, you cannot Does say that in it. What if you speak another language? Just take any uh, hip hop catchphrase or whatever or <laughs> hook. Say it in your native tongue or another tongue that you speak. It's totally nonsensical and it's fucking hilarious. You know, a lot of people don't have yeah. another tongue. Yeah. So. The fact that you and I have another tongue, I think, is also pretty. Maybe the folks listening do. If they don't, that's <laughs> lost on them. But well, go on, like, well, I guess you if, because you 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 remove all connotation that it has in English, and then you're literally saying whatever those words are. You're removing the stank. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're literally, <laughs> and chances are you're saying those words for face value. Right. Right. Like you're actually going to learn about arithmetic. Yeah, today. it's like you're going <laughs> like, to learn today. What are you going to learn? Like I don't know. <laughs> you're going to learn about good, our computer. Good luck software. explaining like Kevin Hart and his uh, father and right. come. You know, it's say it with your chest. Right. <laughs> yeah. Say it with your chest. Say that. Esto <laughs> metostitos It's like whoa. What? Say it with you. What does that mean? Are you like stripping? Like is that <laughs> there's like maybe a little racy sexual connotation to that? Right. Like she speaks with her chest or something. But you know, like. Uh, Say it with your chest. That makes no sense. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the dude. Did you say Archimedes earlier? Archimedes. What is? Yeah, that? I don't know why that came to mind. Archimedes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I heard you say Archimedes what earlier. What is Archimedes? Who is Archimedes? Who is Archimedes? Oh, you gotta look it up. Tell me about Archimedes. You gotta do your research. He's I'm Greek. Not, I'm not. Gonna, of course, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna take away. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I'm not gonna take away the uh, the learning experience. I think that's one thing that I was was instilled in me was not necessarily like uh, go to class to learn, but like actually become a person that like likes to learn, inspired it. with the love of learning. Because if there's something you don't know, like Archimedes, I would be always like, the fuck is that? Let me look it up. Yeah. So like, uh, I think that's one thing that wouldn't either raising kids or what I want to instill on like my younger family members and stuff is like, you don't have to just learn from like a classroom, you know, teach yourself some stuff. That's the best way to learn. Cause you'll it's never forget it. Learn. A Greek mathematician, physicist, engineer, inventor, and astronomer. Although few details of his life are known, he is regarded as one of the leading scientists in classical antiquity, generally considered the greatest mathematician of antiquity and one of the greatest of all time. Archimedes anticipated modern calculus and analysis by applying concepts of infinitesimals and the method of exhaustion to derive and rigorously prove a range of geometrical theorems, including the area of the circle, the surface area, and volume of a sphere, and the area under a parabola. Wow, area under parabola. Yeah. That's really smart. Okay. I know about yeah. that. Shit. <laughs> what year was this? Give me a, give me okay, a time frame. Great question. He was born in 287 BC. He's from Syracuse, Sicily. Yeah. Um, he died in 212 BC, around the age of 75. He was That's crazy. He was quite the man. So we're talking 212 BC is when he passed away, and that was his life's work at the time. That's he unbelievable. Found pi. 
Uh, yeah, he just found pie. That's like in the footnotes. Like what kind of pie? Apple pie? Uh, pecan pie? Pumpkin pie? He was also pie. one of the first to apply mathematics to physical phenomenon, founding hydrostatics and, st- and statics, including an explanation of the principle of the lever. Yeah. Isn't that unbelievable? He died during the siege. Oh, this is interesting. Archimedes. 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 Archimedes, yeah. Died during the siege of Syracuse when he was killed by a Roman soldier despite orders that he should not be harmed. Cicero described visiting the tomb of Archimedes, visiting the tomb of Archimedes, which was surmounted by a sphere and a cylinder, which Archimedes had requested be placed on his tomb to represent his mathematical discoveries. Yeah. Baller. Even his enemies respected him. I think when they sieged his village, they burned down the whole village except his house. Because like that's how like legit they knew this guy was. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that unbelievable? Dude, to, to be such a baller that even your enemies are like, ah, you're all right. Like, that's that's how smart this guy was. It's pretty unbelievable, huh? Dude, I want to read more history. Yeah. I'm like There's tired. so many just interesting things in history that will just blow your mind. You're like, that shit's a different... What? The, that, that, that shit's going on today. Oh, so masturbation. You want to talk about masturbation? Let's go ahead. Let's go there. That'll be the last topic that I sprinkle in here. <laughs> because this is just going to be a mash. You're sprinkling in masturbation. <laughs> <Just> and a <laughs> touch of masturbation here. You know. <laughs> Two pinches of spanking your kids. Three more Turkey Hill plugs. A couple bathroom breaks. And something about cruises. And a touch of masturbation on the top. Just the icing on the cake. <laughs> That'll be the intro to this episode. We found it. Yeah. That's the intro. Roll the intro. Roll the intro. <laughs> Roll the intro. Masturbation. What about it? Everyone does it whether they want to admit it or not. I used to, dude, I used to, you know what? I used to go to temple every, listen. I don't want to hear about your masturbatorial no, experiences. No, no, no. It's not, <laughs> this is not going to get that weird. I used to go to, I used to go to my temple when I was living. Sure. And I would, all these people who are like religious and doing really religious things. Yeah, yeah, sure. Be like, they all jerk off. Like I used to, I used to have that thought. Like every guy here, just fucking cranking it. Like, like, <laughs> You're probably not the, wrong. All these people who are doing all this religious, holy, like you know, yeah, like praying, like yeah, of course, totally in the moment. Like all these people, you know, ninety percent of them, like yeah. I'd say eighty five percent. Like yeah, I, I used to think about that. Like that used to like happen in my head like once a week. And I'd you chuckle. think that that's how you like cope with it? <laughs> that would just like, I would chuckle. Like, You're just like, like yeah, there's a bunch of jerk offs, literally. <laughs> I mean, literally. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's like the human existence, you know? It's like, aren't we all shitheads? Yeah, we kind of are. <laughs> I just thought that was funny to me. I just thought that was funny. Anyway, what did you have in mind to say about it? Well, I think it's just, uh, it's something that's been uh, gross and taboo. And I mean, it's not exactly the most palatable topic to have, but... Oh, dude! We I think everyone does about it. About Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Speaking this? of masturbation, oh yes, this is about to get good. Yeah, except we don't have this is through our jokes about masturbation. It's not actually a reflection okay. and mirror into our lives. All right, listen. Okay, let's at the top. If you're out there listening, you don't know who Louis C.K. is. Let me just quickly tell you what happened, and then we're going to talk about it, and then we're going to end the show because that's what this is going to happen. This is going to be great. We just, just lit listen. a fire under Josh just right now. Just yes, this is going to be terrific. Uh, Louis C.K. is a very, very, very famous comedian um, who was notoriously dark and his comedy is about how dark he is and how just, you know, the darkness of the human nature. Not his skin tone. His, no, his just jokes. like he, he's really, uh, he's an omnius joke teller and it's mm-hmm. very funny. And a lot of people for a lot of years found him extremely funny and still do. Um, he, uh, it was alleged and, pr- and he uh, uh, agreed essentially and uh, uh, admitted to uh, masturbating in front of several women. 
he would ask them and they would say yes or no. And then he would essentially pleasure himself in front of these women. And he did that very many times. And now he's being shunned from society and he can't, uh, he, he, when he goes to comedy sellers, the comedy seller, I should say they boom off and it's absolutely terrible. And he's now a pariah and we've shut him out. So my Go question ahead. is, did these women, uh, consent to having yes. him masturbate in front of yes. uh, him masturbate in front of them or whatever? Yes. They were like, yeah, go ahead, knock your socks off. Yes. And who gives a fuck? A lot of people. If he like... He's being shunned from society. My if friend, that's how... I'm trying to tell you. If that's I'm part of his sexual life, you. like, all right, whatever. But if they were like, if he was like in a closet and then like jumped out while they like walked by, you, like... How do you... St- if you don't want to be there, you walk away. He's yeah, no, Josh, but you. It's, it's different if you're like, step into my office and I'm just sitting there cranking it while you're looking at me. Like, then that's you weird. walk away. Then you yeah, but that's away. not excusable. That's not what the story was. The story was if it's like, hey, I'm just gonna jerk off. Do you mind if you bend over? And she was like, yeah, sure. And bends over and like shakes her tush at him. Like, all right, that's different. But he, but no, that's not different because if that's at, totally different. It, it One is, is willing and accepting and consenting to it. The other one's a surprise, fucking jerking it, both, it, and you're like, whoa, dude, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, and okay, in that case, you walk away. But that's not what happened. Were the women allowing this to happen and accepting of it and endorsed it? Yes. Yes or no? I mean, they didn't endorse it, but they didn't say no. They they fulfilled his fetish. They stood there and they could have walked away. He's not holding them down. There's no like... Yes, I understand, but was it welcomed is what I'm saying? No, I'm sure they didn't enjoy it. So then that's fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> all right listen it's fucked up it's not cool i'm with you it's also i don't get it that's not my thing i wouldn't want to do that if you paid me it sounds horrifying but whatever that's right but what thing. i'm saying is there's a difference between a uh him masturbating in front of him and it's understood and welcomed and it's part of his uh, sexual arousal and fantasy yes. that he does on his own in private and these women knew that and are accepting of that no, and did it whatever or if they just like walked into his office and then all of a sudden he was stroking it well they were like uh why'd you call no, me he in invited here? them back to his room and he told them that hey got into his room would you stand there and, and allow me to masturbate and they would say yes oh that's different that's then, that's, what happened. then that's fine. Then who gives a fuck? Exactly. If that's in, in fact what happened, that's one thing. If if they were like, hey, come to my hotel room. We'll uh, go like to the casino later or the bar and get a drink. Yeah, okay, no problem. They walk they walk in and he's just jerking it to them. Yeah. That's a different story. Yes, it is a different story. Also, you can walk away. Yeah, you can walk away. Nevertheless, it doesn't make it excusable, though, for the person that's doing the sexual lewd act. I'm not saying it's excusable. I'm not saying it's admirable. I'm not saying you should look at him as a role model. I'm saying he's a joke teller, and he's a great joke teller. Let the man tell jokes. Cosby was a great joke teller, too. Oh, okay. You can't compare Cosby to this. And they're both sexual deviants. If, in fact, that's— They're not both the same kinds of— is yes, a, is, a, is a is a guy selling pot? Should that person, uh, should that person go to go to jail for twenty years, just like someone who did insider trading and cost fifty people? No, to be absolutely homeless? not. No, so they're both deviants. But uh, come on, like, no, yeah. But my not thing, the same it, thing. My my, qu- it hinges on whether that it was understood of that that was going to be a sexual encounter for those people, or was it unbeknownst to them that it's like surprise? We were just friends. We were going to go to like. I don't know, to like paint night. And then he was like jerking off. No, he told them, will you come back to my room and I want to masturbate to you? And they would say, yes. That's different then. Then it's none of our business. 
it's none of our goddamn business is right. Like, first of all, first of all, if you want to allege that he forced you, you could have walked away. Like, if that's what they're saying, but that's not what they're saying. Anyway, point one. Point two is he he didn't pay his debt to society. He went away for like a year and a half. Like, you didn't hear from him. And that was fine. Like, I didn't right. have an issue with that at all. When they did, when well, he did if that, this is how someone gets their rocks off, no one is harmed. They're accepting of it. It's consensual. That's one thing. Then we don't give a fuck. He's just about getting it. his rocks off. Yeah, we shouldn't give a fuck. Right. But if this was something that was a sort of a, a lewd sexual act that was uh, perpetrated with, you know, malicious intent and was like, haha, when she walks in, I'm gonna jerk off and haha, I'm gonna get her. That's so that's like happened. a different story. No, he wasn't like right. Spider-Man if it was consensual, like showing up around the corner. Yeah, with like a story. trench coat and yeah. like. Ah, <laughs> right. He wasn't shooting bazookas. Well, legit, that's but. that's that's a different story. Then 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 we have no business. Who are we to say what how he I should have his it. sexual right. life? And you know what? Even it's two consenting do, adults. Like, he went away. Like it was a year and change. Now he wants to come back and tell jokes. Like let him. And I I just think that I, Aziz Ansari also got a bad rap. I think. What happened what with happened? him? I, I, my friend was telling me the story. Basically, he hooked up with a girl after a show, and he thought it was totally fine and cool. And he called her the next morning, and like was trying to super not be awkward about it and you know didn't right be a dick and she's like no i feel like you coerced me i told you this i went to the doctor and i asked him dude i think something's wrong with my bladder i pee too much yeah he's like no man that's bullshit you just have a small bladder i was like are you sure you don't want to run in town he like laughed at me he was like no man what's wrong with you there's nothing wrong with you you're fine <laughs> like prostate nothing like that sounds so not evidence-based you know what I mean like yeah right? I piss like, a lot nah you're good dude <laughs> I was totally taken aback I was like doc what do you wait, wait, no wait, no like, blood work no nothing like you're not gonna work me Prostum, uh, prostate serum antigen screening nothing anyway, nothing right? yeah you don't no no DRE no no I'm gonna bend over no palpation bend nothing just give me something I mean, they're just <laughs> like you just right divine this knowledge <laughs> you're just gonna say that's no big deal like i don't know interesting you know what i mean that that, that it doesn't sound uh <laughs> sounds like you're a new doctor <laughs> it sounds like it just didn't make sense to me at the time and now that i think about it i was like can you check out this lump it's been growing <laughs> oh it looks good dude you're fine <laughs> you sure i don't know sometimes it bleeds and there's pus nah it's just a pimple it's fine <laughs> I don't know. It's gotten pretty big. It's like the size of a golf ball. I don't know. It's ingrown hair. No problem. <laughs> I don't know. Like, just seems like maybe you might want to get a second opinion. Uh, you think so? Is it going to hurt? Damn, you're freaking me out now. Just saying. I don't know. You think it's that Did bad? you have blood work recently? I mean, yeah, I not to, to question this guy's uh, clinical acumen, but. I had a checkup. He took blood. Okay, then. Yeah. Maybe they're fine. Yeah. Tell me I was fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, Maybe he looked at the blood work and stuff. No, but he said it before. The, the way you work. said it, you were like, nah, you're good, dude. Don't worry about no, it. But he said it before the blood work. That's strange. I was very sure. Whatever. Well, it would it have shown up in my blood? Yeah, probably. Uh, there's an antigen that they screen for. I don't know exactly know the ages and things like that, but if there's anything kind of going on with it, usually that antigen is uh, the serum marker. Right. Well, one of the first things is uh, frequency of urination and things like that. Or diabetes, maybe, but you, you seem to be fine. Blood sugar's controlled, right? Diabetes, no, yeah, I'm good. Diabetes, yeah, it's like uh, polydipsia, polyuria, polyphagia, the poly, the three polys of diabetes. Eat a lot, pee a lot, drink a lot. I don't eat that. I mean, I could eat a lot, but I don't have to. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> what are we talking here? Like, when are we going to dinner, you know? <laughs> yeah, what are we, I mean, that's that's an open possibility for me. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean? I mean, that's... So it's like Monday through Thursday. I'm probably option. just eating shit, like, you yeah. know, lettuce and... Right. 
romaine, getting my coli and no, having like a salad. Dude, did they did they renounce it yet? Were I they think like, they renounced it. They renounced it. So. Yeah, it was all bullshit. I, I mean, I kind of knew it, but I told you, man. You, it was you, iceberg. It was iceberg. I'm telling fucking you, fucking iceberg, man. Or it was avocados. Avocados. Maybe oh avocados yeah, like, bro. You just need to stop fucking with lettuce entirely. Like, yeah. you just need to have avocados. You just need <laughs> the creaminess of avocado. Why are you going back to lettuce with a right. crunch? Right. Stick with me, baby. Yeah. Even though that wall's built, I'm, I'm Why still going to love come avocados so much. I love avocados. Avocados, well, but <laughs> for so how much we love avocados, there are people that vehemently hate them. Why? Uh, the texture, the creaminess. They don't like that. For me, that's kind of why I hate mayo. White, jiggly. Doesn't <laughs> Dude, you really hate mayo. Mayo, I just, you just don't fuck I, I can't mayo. wrap my mind around it. Maybe that's the same response right, that they're having. Right, but like if you were to close your eyes and taste it on a sandwich, like. I don't even want to taste it. Let Never me set the stage. It. Let me set the stage. You got turkey, salami, and provolone, lettuce, pickles, onions, tomatoes, peppers. Yeah. It's ready to go. It's in a nice yeah. wrap. It's in a wrap. Low carb. I'm in low carb in you, bro. I'm about to blow your mind with the alternative. You're going to be like, you fucking would. Anyway, go ahead. What's your what's your condiment of choice on that baby? A little olive oil, pepper. Well, that's already in there. Oh, then I take it like that. Maybe a mustard, a Dijon mustard. A Dijon. Give me a spicy mustard. A spicy mustard. I could do a spicy, spicy mustard. mustard. Offset yeah. that sort of. Yeah. That salami, some prove. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Provolone. I'm a bit. I'm dude. I'm huge on prove. You dude, like prove? I, I'm throwing prove on everything, dude. I just have it's prove. very useful. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. it's a great it's shape. Useful. It's a great shape. I love cheese. That's a great shape. Yeah. You just pull it out. It's little a little disc. Perfect, yeah, it's a perfect, perfect every time. Yeah. Absolutely. I love the shape. Perfect radius. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice yellow Vermont nice, hard yeah. cheddar. Oh, hard cheddar is good, too. I love cheddar. Dude, I get the blocks. Yeah. Blocks of cheddar. Just eat the block just with a fucking mouse. Yeah. Just, ah. <laughs> Dude, I really That's one like thing, cheese. by the I, way, cheese, the, the obsession with cheese. I can do cheese for It's something pretty uh, exclusive to white folks. Really? I've learned. Black people don't fuck with cheese? Not much. No way. Yeah. Black people don't mess with cheese. Yeah. Latin yeah. Americans, Latin America, not too much cheese. They're in some things, but not as much as white people mess with cheese. White people like love cheese. That's like a pretty white person thing. Like Haitians don't eat cheese. Not really, no. Like I'm trying to get like no. No, I don't believe so. That's like some white people shit. What I have about, some Haitian friends. Black people from France. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You're like, motherfucker. I want to get that date uh -huh. <laughs> You cannot be French and not like the cheese, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you got, got me, I guess. But no, I'm saying, uh, yeah. You can't be French and not like yeah. cheese. Yeah, Asians, <laughs> not much cheese there. It's a pretty white person thing, cheese. It's Caucasian. Yeah. It's Caucasian AF? I think so, yeah. That's a great name for a podcast. Caucasian AF. Caucasian AF. Caucasian Abercrombie and Fitch. Caucasian Abercrombie and Fitch. Which sounds like a redundancy to me. All right. Anyway, let's wrap up with Louis. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think if it's if that's his sexual tryst and his consensual and the women knew that that's what's going on, who the fuck are we to say? If, in fact, it was uninvited and it was a su surprise jerk, you really think the difference from me being here yeah. to here yeah. is like monumental? I really do. I doubt it. Like, you need to be, like, here. I need to be, like, fucking licking the mic. No, just... Like, like I'm like going to just, just suck this mic. Just be like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's like a good that. intro. <laughs> I'm just going to suck this mic now. No, I I think it's fine here. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to edit all this out. Go ahead, brother. So you don't think it's a big deal. So here's the thing. No, I, it shouldn't be a big deal if it were uh, understood that that was going to happen. It was welcomed, and that was the arrangement, and he said there was a consent for it, et cetera. Then that's not a big deal. If, in fact, though, that... 
it was like surprise and whatever, or like some Matt Lauer shit with a trap door and whatever the hell else. That's a different story. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So what were the facts say? The facts were he said, I'd like to bring you back to my room so I can masturbate in front of you. And they said, yes. Oh, okay. Then who, who cares? You can't... <laughs> You can't physically make somebody stand there. Like you, you see, you see what I'm saying. Like there's no. Yeah, you point. can. You can lock the door and be like, "You're not going anywhere until I beat off and like barricade yourself in there and do all kinds of weird shit." Or you can be like, "Hey, come over to my place at like 7:30. I'm gonna crank one out." Okay, I'll be there. That's what it was, and that's a different story. That's exactly what it was. And so that's just like, okay. that's weird. It's not, Here's I don't know other. how you get off only to that without penetrative sex, Here's but the, who the fuck am I to say? Right. Here's the final point I'll make. <laughs> and, and you know, we can end here, but here's the final point I'll make. All the people that laughed at his sexually deviant jokes. Cause he said some really fucked up shit. Oh, it's, it's completely All those people who laughed. Yeah. And basically the hypocrisy of it is unbelievable. And, and basically not forget about condone cheered. Yeah. This sort of humor. And then someone is out there producing that humor who has some proclivities that maybe me and your tiny fucking brain can't understand. And all of a sudden he can't do comedy. I got a problem with that, man. Like it doesn't, it's not right. Like, first of all, judgment is off the rails. Like the fact that people walk around judging other humans. makes Well, for how much we say we don't care about what happens in people's bedrooms, we certainly care about what happened in his bedroom, even though it was completely consensual, if that's the case. It is the case, but the point is, is it makes no sense to me that like people walk around and just truly just feel entitled to judge other people as if they understand their circumstance and if they ha they have right scenario that they're not going through and, anything that right. someone else and might find bizarre and, and weird bullshit and their yeah, no, absolutely. and their background and people just walk around thinking that they can just sort of pass judgment like oh I wouldn't be that I'm not like that like. That is huge to me, the fact that that happens. Like, I think that that tells us more about society than social media, phones. It's, it says more to me about all of it. Like, at the end of the day, we're all just like trying to get by in this game. We don't know what the hell we're doing. And most of us. No, of course not. We've never by. done this before. <laughs> most of us are just trying to do what's you know? for the people around us. And we're going to make mistakes because everyone makes mistakes. Yeah. And so you're looking at one of my mistakes. And to you, that's like something that is below you but like, but is it really a mistake is it really a mistake because you have seven thousand things that somebody above you can look at you and say so like the world doesn't work that way and and so we just walk around feeling like entitled that we're better or we're worse or yeah because ourselves because toxic well i think it's, it's partially because we've lost the sense of rewarding accomplishments and the rewarding accomplishments and things that are rewarding aren't as rewarding as they used to be like evolutionarily like having a warm place to sleep. A lot of people take that for granted, right? They don't have to tirelessly work for having a warm shelter and a thick roof over their head, whatever, which evolutionarily, there was a lot of work associated with that. So there's a, even more satisfaction when you got to yeah. sleep somewhere that was warm and, and sheltered, right? Like a cave with a fire, for example. Yeah. The resources for that, you got to find the cave, got to get rare. the wood, got to start the fire, all this stuff. Very now you just walk into your apartment and it's warm. So what are you going to do? You know, you're going to find a different way to be rewarded. And maybe your brain rewards it through saying like, oh, yeah, Josh has nice glasses. I'm going to get fucking better glasses. Fuck that guy. Right. You know, and people think like that. Right. Or I'm going to one up him. Right. 
instead of saying like, Hey, I need to, this was like a way to survive. I'm going to just do something and get something that I like because I like it. Not despite somebody else. I had a good friend of mine and he's still a friend of mine or an acquaintance to some degree. He would, no matter what, uh, myself or my sweet mates did in college, he would find one way to one up it. And even if the resources for the one upmanship were completely disproportionate, he would still put all his effort into doing that just so he can have the satisfaction of having something better like that actively. I'm, I'm telling you, uh, my friend bought a pair that he did. I got a pair of boots one weekend. My roommate was like, yo, you know what? I should probably get a pair of boots too. Cause winter's coming. That's a great play. I'm going to get the same ones. I was like, all right, dude, go ahead. No problem. This other kid, he doesn't buy the same ones. He doesn't buy another pair of boots. He buys the same ones, but with the more expensive trim level with like the shiny shit on the side and stuff. He goes, Oh yeah, you guys got new boots. You like my new boots? Like three weeks after we got boots and we're like, we weren't showing off that we had new boots. We right. got new boots because winter is coming, right. pardon the meme. But, you know, like, we didn't get them to have a stylish fashion off between us. Or, you know, I'd be like, oh, you know, Andrew, my buddy, was like, dude, you did great day today. You know, you rode, like, T-Bar Row. Um, you did, like, six plates. That's great. Like, whatever. He goes, oh, yeah, I did nine the other day. And you're looking at him and you're like, I weigh, like, 35 pounds more than you. There's no way you did nine. Right. Like... But you're just like, okay, nice. Congratulations. What if you dick. did, like, great for you. But, like, you probably didn't. Um, what a dick. Yeah. Or he'd, he'd be like, oh, like my buddy would be like, oh, you know, my dad got a new car. I got, like, a, uh, like a Subaru Forester or something. You know, it's good for... Oh, yeah, my, bro my, my brother got a BMW X, X5. It's great. You know, with X-Drive, the BMW. It's, and we're like, all right, dude. Like, it's not... It's low self. There's no competition here. We're just sharing, making conversation. Right. But you find the need to interject to make yourself more feel more superior. It's probably because you're insecure about yourself, right? right? So you have to, I don't know. It's just a bunch of. Um, I can't believe people are like that. Yeah. And then some of my buddies like, I don't know, make fun of me because I got Yeezys. <laughs> <laughs> as you're throwing judgment right now I'm but you know what judgment. it's a damn fucking comfortable shoe dude first of all the only reason i didn't get it is because you have them so which ones i i don't want to like get yeezys and then make you feel like they're not only for me just like they're not only for whoever else owns I'm them. i'm just saying it's a comfortable shoe if you can afford it buy it if you can't i'm sorry you're missing out on a comfortable shoe that shoe i i mean it's i mean it's more expensive than the shoes i usually buy but it's not unattainable yeah you know? it's not a no it's not you might have to put a little effort in finding one or whatever but they're comfortable they're so comfortable they're one of the most comfortable everyday walking shoe i've ever had but did you like the shoe i should i uh i did i like those sneakers i was thinking about it they're like sneaker boots they're yeah. very cool they almost look like the retro ones but, but here's not. my question can i use them as boots or not really no those are more of a fashion item I would not be stomping in like Is it too bougie? a foot of snow with those. Yeah. It's too bougie? Yeah, you look like the rich kid that's like, I have to get to my Land Rover. Oh, I don't want to step well, in snow. That's not my look. I don't yeah, that's look not like you. That. Yeah, I don't that's, want to That's like that. the look of that. Just get a good pair of fucking solid Tims. Don't get, you don't have to get the construction yellow ones. You can get like a... I, I got a pair of Tims, actually. I got a pair of Tim Pros. Brown leather, waterproof. But here's Composite the thing. toe. I already had They last me like a year. They're leather great. boots. Like I already have a yeah, pair. There's of leather boots to wear like as a fashion item yeah. to dress up nice. No, but and I there's wear leather them. boots to like, I'm gonna do some work today. I'm gonna shovel some snow. I'm gonna step in some shit and some mud, and I don't, I don't give have, a fuck. No, I don't have that. 
But yet again, this is New York City. You don't necessarily right. need one. I don't have a pair in New York for that. Right. Actually, I do. It's these heavy-duty boots. I have a pair of heavy-duty boots, but they're black. I have a pair of, like, stylish with jeans go out into the yeah. city boots. right. Um, that were like three, four hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, but you wouldn't like be caught shoveling snow with that and you wouldn't walk in like uh, no, I mean, if I had to, a I foot would, of snow with no. them. I mean, if, if it was a snowstorm, no, but like if yeah. it was just like remnants. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, yeah. Out. Right. That's what I'm saying. But like you wouldn't go out in the blizzard with no. those on. Yeah. No, no. Um, I agree. But I see. So like, cause but, if you do, you look like a fool. <laughs> right. But for me, I wear sneakers when I'm not wearing leather boots. Yeah. So like. Do I get a pair of Timberlands? Then I'm just wearing boots again. You know what I mean? Like as opposed to these that I was looking at, they look like fly as hell. They look fly as hell, but I wouldn't wear those as like time to trek through the blizzard to get my kids some milk at the store. But does boots. it look weird with a pair of jeans? No, no, not with a pair of skinny jeans. Doesn't look weird with a pair of jeans. No, it wouldn't look weird with a pair of skinnies. You need skinnies with those though. You can't wear boot cut with that. I don't, dude. I don't have all my all my jeans are skinny. Yeah, then you're good. Yeah. But I was saying, if you wear like a bootcut jean with that, it looks ridiculous. Boot jeans. I don't have bootcut jeans. You got to have a pair of bootcut jeans. If you're doing work, you wear bootcut jeans. I don't do manual work. Yeah, yeah that's I fair. used to. If I'm going out yeah. to like, I don't know, chop some wood, I'm not wearing my fucking skinny jeans out there <laughs> and some vans to go in my Yeezys to go have, chop I wood. I have heavy duty dark jeans that I use when I'm working. Oh, okay. But, like, but that's like around the house or like yeah. going to Home Depot. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But those are like heavy duck like, jeans. Like those are like. We're going to do some work jeans. That's heavy. That's not comfortable. That's like denim. That's like get down and dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Just get some Wranglers just to, just to beat up some beaters. No, that's, no, I'm still, no, I can't, what? I can't, I can't be wearing Wranglers. What do you mean? Why? That's like way stiffer than I'm used to. <laughs> this is still not. I'm not bad. talking like Wrangler, <laughs> like the blue jeans. You see yeah. fucking. Uh, <laughs> You mean like what's his name? Peyton Manning wearing or some <laughs> shit throwing footballs. Like they have some yeah. some these cut jeans that are like on the affordable end that you can just like use Walmart? to beat up. Like Walmart? No, not like Walmart. Like still, you're gonna pay like sixty bucks a pair. Okay. Oh, you're not Levi's. paying like twenty. Like Levi's. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so I get just, a pair of Levi's. Yeah, yeah just absolutely. some good work jeans. Yeah. Levi's, sure, absolutely. All right, let's stop here. <laughs> How about Apple bottom jeans? Boots with the fur. Boots with the fur. Did you know that the whole club was looking at her? Indeed, everyone in the everyone. club. Yeah. Because this broad had what I have no idea is an apple bottom. What is an apple bottom? Oh, you don't know what apple bottom jeans no. are? Let's Google that. Let's visual representation. You got to know what apple bottom jeans are. You know what apple bottom. When hey, you see them, you'd be hey, like, yep, Siri. those are apple bottom jeans. Oh, d damn. Yes. Those booty jeans. You know about apple bottom jeans. I know about the booty jeans. Yes, sir. You know apple bottom. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Now you make the apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough tomfoolery that was good that was a lot of tomfoolery well we're gonna sprinkle we're gonna sprinkle. yeah we're gonna go this around clearly we didn't have a topic uh, but we just wanted to but talk next week we're gonna do history and other millennials we should each find a person from history and talk about them just an event yeah a thing you want you want to do an event like a thing a thing I'm that happened pick a person from history a person and a an person event a person with a story that yeah, yeah 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 let's do that alright so, see you next week. All right. Who are you choosing? I don't fucking know. All right. It'll be a surprise. research, man. Like, all right. I'm going right, to like I'm gonna get into like the genre. Like, dude, I'm, I'm going to read novels. I'm going to read fiction. I'm going to read like all sorts. I'm going to read nonfiction, which just fiction. fucking call it fact. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to start reading historical fictions on you, bro. I'm gonna let's, let's do it. Anyway, uh, that was our nonsense. Thank you for joining us this week. Uh, look forward to uh, 
Uh, thank you for the new review out there if you're listening. Yes. Uh, share, like, subscribe. We don't Whatever, know. all the Whatever. following. Just, just uh, if you like us, if we think we're charismatic and we have something interesting to say, leave a if, nice review. If not, that's cool. Because, like, you're We still love right. you. Yeah. And uh, maybe you have some interesting shit you can say on the podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> why not? I don't, I don't know. Uh, can we bring it back? Let's thank him one more time. Make it, make a good thank you. To our one reviewer. Oh, thank you out there to the person who, uh, put out the review. It meant a lot to us. Yeah, actually in all seriousness, uh, thank you so much. It's just interesting to see that someone somewhere out there that listened actually had, uh, took the time out of their day to actually put a reply with a comment and say that, uh, they enjoyed listening and gave us five stars. So thank you. It's, it's a start and hopefully more people will, We'll pick up some inertia, but it's it's definitely a start, and it definitely meant a lot that somewhere, somewhere, somewhere it would out mean, there, it would someone agreed with us. If one day we can affect people yeah. and have them like really hear what we have to say and benefit from it in some way, that would make us very happy. So yeah. if that happened uh, to that person, thank you. And that's part of being a small show is is it, it's intimate, right? Intimate. So indeed. if you're out there and uh, want to pick this up, that'll be great. Cool. All right. Talk to you. All soon. right. Thanks, guys. See you.